my people, my people, my people, my people, my people. Welcome to season two of Don't Forget to Flush. I'm so excited. Once again, Don't Forget to Flush is on the road. And I'm in no better place than the place of people. Charlotte, <laughs> North Carolina. I always think of it as a place of people because you get to see people. Left what right. I mean, people like better people. It's not, you know, like good people, that kind of thing. You get to see them when you come out to places like Charlotte. So we're on the road again. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm super excited for this. I've been looking forward to an opportunity to interview these two people, this couple um, that has continued to push the boundaries as what is possible within the African Renaissance. And, you know, don't forget to flush is a podcast that is dedicated to, you know, talking and pushing the envelope along the lines of the African Renaissance. And we always want to engage in culture commentary. And most importantly, we truly have toilet seat conversations. And so I'm super excited to have none other than blessed to impress uh-huh. and <laughs> his fantastic partner in crime, Chef former. Hello. Now, I've, everything I've just said is your, is your IG hand. <laughs> IG handles. IG. IG this is Blessing Wosu <laughs> and Chioma Irona. Thank you guys for joining us. On no, the problem. no problem. Like, happy to be here. Blessed to impress us back in the flesh. See, Thank already? you for having us. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have See? to give my own kind of exactly. sauce. She, she gave the right the right <laughs> response. You, you're already there. Zena, you know, like. <laughs> no, for real, for real. No, thank you so much for joining. Now, for those who, who are getting in touch or just hearing this name, I mean, uh, Bless Impress is all about music. There's choreography. There's mm. dancing. There's mm. skits. There's, mm. you know, there's hosting of events. Mm. I mean, all-around entertainer. And then, of course, his partner, who everybody thinks about, that is like the dancing partner but she has the whole thing going on with the whole chef name right so i'm super excited to have you guys out here i'm very excited yeah, thank you for joining us and here. don't forget to flush definitely and um i feel like there's no better way to kick out this episode than to um you know just have you guys you know just truly give a perspective so that we can sort of see a part of your journey so let me let me let me go with let me go with the blessed to impress mm-hmm. i'm wearing my crown bro <laughs> mm. we'll have to ask you First of all, where is even that name from? Like, you know, everybody's going to be like, which one is blessed, blessed to impress? To impress. Why, why is it not blessed to impress? <laughs> why is it not blessing you know, to impressing? Everybody thinks it's blessed. In fact, when I, when I say the name a lot, people think it is blessed to impress. They oh. I add B-L-E-S-S-E-D. I think I said that too right now. I, oh, I, I don't even know this anymore. I, people, when people say blessed to impress, it's, I just correct them. It's never past tense. It's mm. never future tense. It's always present tense because I'm <laughs> always in the now. That's what Bless. I'm talking about. You know, they always say Africans, all our names mean something. Uh-huh. Right. Like, you even take yes. an English word yes. and you've converted it into, <laughs> into an entire message itself. So yeah. tell me, tell me, bless to impress. Like what what's what's your journey to that name like? Like what, what you, because you're an all-round entertainer. So where would we say the story of Bless to Impress mm-hmm. started from? Well, it's interesting because the name actually Bless to Impress, I think. I made the name in 2000 and it had to be 11, 2011. Mm. I'm not sure. It was 2009 to 2011. One of the, it was between those two years. And I didn't even make it for social media. I didn't make it for any kind of entertainment purpose. Like uh, I was changing my t- Twitter name. <laughs> I was changing my Twitter name. My Twitter name was like Prince Moose or something like that. It was like it was something else, something royal. And then I just decided one day that I need to change this name to something that has my name inside of it. Because mm. before high school, Nobody knew my name was Blessing. They didn't call me Blessing. Okay. Every day, every first day of class, I'll go to the teacher and then tell her that's me. 
give another name to say. So nobody. Like every single one of us have ev- had to explain our name <laughs> yes. in this country. Go know? there, tell her quickly, quickly. No, no, just this is me. Call me this. You cross out your names. Let her call you something else. But high school, I decided I didn't care anymore. You know, I just people can you know blessing call a name inside you know class i'll answer and people were shocked to see my name is blessing because you know america so yeah <laughs> well, but yeah, but you were like how is, that, is this guy's name blessing how, yes how did that happen people always ask me everywhere i go even now like so but your parents gave you the name though yeah funny my dad gave me that name okay, um nice. i'm not even sure i think it was because of how how things happen when i was born i was born in lagos you know how traffic is in lagos but <laughs> go, no <laughs> i don't know if i should laugh or celebrate that because <laughs> no, no, because it was very they said it was very very hard to get to the um the actual hospital like in the cab yeah. and everything my dad and my uncle had to get out the car just stopping people directing wow. like try to push the, the cab along this I, it's is like a superhero birth <laughs> story i'm telling you every, right. every time i think about it before i didn't think anything of it but like you know the more i understand things like in the world and life yeah. i just realized how you know first of all dangerous that was and mm. second of all how it, important it was to them so you know so i just i like that i like that there was actually something happening no go forbid that i like that <laughs> something was ha- like that was happening but i do like that there was some kind of like you know story to yeah. actually you know me you know being presented to the world so i mean that's how blessing came about blessed to impress itself I, I just needed a new twitter name and i just nothing i could think of mm. i all of a sudden i remember that you know in school like I'll always be the one that's like dressing up. I'll always be the one that's like you know nice. wearing like you know the things that are exclusive. Nice. Whether I was like you know the, the snapbacks or like you know like you know the actual. I have so many different Jordans. Like you know, I, I just always be dressing up something that somebody else doesn't have. Mm. So we always make a joke that I'm always you know saying that you know I always dress to impress. That's what mm. everybody was saying. Even when I switched up my style and became more you know formal i'll have even you know have the 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 toms when the toms were, were going that era was happening i have yeah. toms then i went to loafers then i started doing more wow. of that kind of stuff so I, don't uh, tell me that this became in a Japarian story <laughs> your mom was like oh he's not dressed to impress no no it no, is no, blessed. no, impress. no, no, no. <laughs> See, no, no it wasn't even that like i, I wish but <laughs> my parents always they always think i was wasting money on clothes but like I'll always have something exclusive, so dressed in bless. So by my own, I, I just looked at my Twitter name as oh, bless. Now that's it. I just literally dressed in bless, and I literally knew my name rhymed with it. So I just blessed and bless. When I typed it in, nobody had it. And you were like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I'm as good as gold. <laughs> I sold. So ever since I put it in my Twitter name, like everything I make is blessed to impress. Everything I make is nobody else. For some reason, I know there's a millions of blessings in the world millions of blessings mm-hmm. in the world i'm just surprised that no one ever thought about blessed to impress well you have an origin story behind it so nobody nobody now of course this puts a lot of pressure on off sh- on chef Op <laughs> oh god because I, I mean like shoma now has to find a way of telling us some kind of origin story but <laughs> interestingly though interestingly though um you know one of the things that fascinates us is we see you guys doing your whole dance thing and all that but it's always very interesting when you look at the caption and then the caption Caption ends with Chef Omar, and everybody's like, "Hold on, is this? It doesn't mean she's cooking up a dance, <laughs> you know? Like, so that's a good question. What's what's your what's your own origin story in that sense? Like Chef Omar, what's the? Well, my name is Choma. Okay. So, and Choma means good God, right? Or God is good, however you want to put it. So, Chef Omar, Chef Omar, Omar is good. So, good Chef or the good chef, however you want to put it. So it's kind of my name and chef built into one, 
you know, very simple. So, but, I cook. Okay. Now, I'm glad you added that part because <laughs> I'm like, after you just told us this yeah, already, I was no, like, it okay. Made no sense. So, the chef part of it, though, is it cooking up this, like, cook, cook, or are you talking about, like, cook, oh, cook, I cook like, up the choreography? food, or? like making food. Oh, for real? I yeah. enjoy myself. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy and yes, myself. Gentlemen, yes, they are together. They are together. <laughs> so, he's not saying he's enjoying it because he just claims and says, ah, let's go and dance and then he eats. Oh, so they're, they're, they're together. But yeah. for real, what, what's your story behind you formally referring to yourself as a chef? Um, well, the story behind it, well, I, I've been cooking for a while. I'm, you know, Nigerian parents. My mom always made sure I was in the kitchen when she was because she'll tell me, if you're not going to learn it here, you're not going to learn it in your husband's house. So yeah, like every every Nigerian so, parent does that's yeah. So yeah, so um it wasn't actually until we both moved to Charlotte 2017 mm. because I made the decision to pursue fully cooking and going to school for cooking and you know trying to open my own catering and event planning business. So that's the whole purpose of the chef behind wow. it <laughs> oh, but, i mean even when we met like i know that she, uh, she used to be cooking the only one in the kitchen for thanksgiving she'll cook oh, the yeah. entire f- herself wow. like for whole Secret. family cook that's everything. like secret. <laughs> if you can do the entire thanksgiving yeah. In America, yeah. yeah that's like bragging yeah. right everything like you know? she'll make the turkey the macaroni and cheese and not make jollof rice not make fried rice and now she'll be doing everything she'll do both Best sides of both worlds and it's only you that will know <laughs> Like you've eaten just, at this point where like know. we don't okay <laughs> let me not digress too much so really um you know your choreography your your dancing I, I think that's one thing that i would say consistently everybody i spoke to and people that i have even when we met you know the consistent look is you guys have this whole dancing thing music thing on lock <laughs> oh, so well, <laughs> well, well, we, I mean, come on. If you have Mr. Easy tweeting you yeah, guys and, and you have like, that, that you know, you know really like nice. if you have all these, you know, our superstars as it were referencing your <laughs> videos, come on. It means you must be doing something right. right. So, but True. For Ross listening, right, you know, we have every reason to ask, like, what's, what's, was this something, Was well, it's you that is driving this, blessed to impress. It's you that is driving all this dancing because that's your core area. Mm-hmm. So is this something you've always wanted to do? Is this like, is this like something you fell into? Is this something that you were born? Like, what would you describe your journey with dancing specifically? Dancing and I, like, it's funny, it's funny that you ask. I'm not, I don't even consider myself a real dancer yet. I have this, like, my history with dancing is just very tough because I come from a place where, like, we did, we did, more or less pop locking first. My older brother, he can do pop locking. My younger brother, he can do a lot of footwork and pop jocking, like, you know, sliding, gliding, all kind of stuff. I had nothing. <laughs> I had nothing. Nobody, yeah, nobody. You sounding like a superhero every no, time. Like, nobody. Uh, nobody, <laughs> nobody Which comic have you been reading? Like, oh, what? No, 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 no. I promise. Nobody knows this, but I, I, only my brothers know. My brothers, I used to just get mad. I used to throw things. I get mad. My brother used to, he used to stop everything doing, so I had to fuss me out because I used to get so frustrated because I couldn't dance. I didn't know how to dance. So what what I would do is I would actually just I'll go watch those people other people's videos I'll see they start thinking dance like I I'll, I'll be trying to practice those ones and pop locking like I only got so far with pop locking mm. but I learned the basics whatever like that until I was happy but it took me so long like I didn't even the pop locking that I learned back then I don't even really use now I only use basic of like movements yeah. to like incorporate into my dances but so you're saying that this is like a family influence on you no, or? no not even that because now that I do Afro beats they don't they don't do any Afro beats at all so they don't know how to dance any type of they don't I don't even know well you heard it here first. Um, <laughs> 
if anything happens to this guy, you know how African siblings are. Like, you said this about me, that's it, it's a wrap. Right. You're, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like to show key, so. But, but yeah, so I mean, what where it started, I think, was, I think was again in like 2011, 2012, because we were on this page called Knitter on Facebook. Okay. And um, a whole bunch of people were on there. Like, even that's where Chief Obi, even Mr. Coco Yam, they were even on that page before, before anybody was anybody. That's what, <laughs> what page is this? Tell us on more. Facebook. We had a group. Oh, okay. Uh, Facebook group called uh, Knitter, and it was composed of mostly people. It was made of people that were on the West Coast, like California, mm. and then those of us on the East Coast and like Central, like you know, then people started joining. You know, I was late to the party, so like you know, I I came there like I think a couple of months after it started, but we used to have these giant Uvu chats, and like you know, we'll be like there'd be like ten people on one uh, Uvu oh. thing. That's, <laughs> that's how we would meet each other because we're like cross the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like we would have the conversation, then we'd go back on the page, talk about everything like diaspora wise, like you know, politically or even like you know, joke with one another. Wow. And um, but yeah, on on that page, like you know, people were talk, uh, you know, talking about people's talents X Y Z, and I wasn't anything yet. What I what I did was I challenged this other person on the page. I don't know if they're even gonna hear this podcast, but I don't think anybody knows. Uh, I think Aroma that was her name. Um, I don't know if you well be comfortable as much as possible and don't forget to flush. I mean, the principle <laughs> here is that if you don't like it, flush it. If you do, let it replace it. But it's at your own risk. That's what I'll tell you. Now okay. that you started mentioning name, <laughs> just say somebody that you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, but she can take credit for this because okay, then Aroma, credit. Yes, yes. Please yes. measure her name. She can take credit, like because Aroma. She, uh, I think, I don't know if this kind of challenge. Like she challenged me on dancing, mm. and I don't know if this the this is the order of things went, but I wasn't really a dancer. Nobody knew I wasn't really a dancer. Only thing I could do was hip roll. Hmm. That was the only thing I knew how to do. Any African move, dance, I, knew, I didn't know how to do any, even the basic movement. I didn't know how to hip roll. And I only knew how to hip roll because I would spend like, I spent like hours trying to dance and perfect my hip rolling. So I literally pay, play one song for three minutes straight and just hip roll the entire song. Okay, just, just for reference, <laughs> as the listeners are listening, hip roll is gyrating. <laughs> right when you do the gyrating let's just be clear that's, about that's it, it. Yeah. that's what he means he's using the american term for <laughs> i want gyrating yeah, the, want the gyrating. The now, you know, but no problem cross cross we're, language no no problem we are we, are, we understand <laughs> you <laughs> yeah what well, i think is because if my, my own my african dan- thing that influenced me for african dance is kube de kale and suko so like mm. like central like you know Ivory central like, african yeah, central yeah, african yeah. dance and ivory coast dance like like hip rolling, then you know those those kind of things. I like those dances a lot because the first kind of songs I would hear were like you know Carolina and like you know Premier Gau like. When those play at the wakekeepers and the parties, like you know that you know that was I love those kind of songs. Yeah, <laughs> I love those kind of songs a lot. So I would start off by hip roll because that was the closest thing that I would even like to do. Yeah. From there, like I didn't really even start dancing like for real, for real until 2014 so, so you're saying you're new to the game in, yes in the viral nature of this yes. you know how it is like if you go on instagram right now it's like you know two swipes there's somebody dancing mm-hmm. know, like right right three right. swipes there's somebody who's dancing but somebody else shared the video of the dancing right and, right you know afro beats afro everything has right. taken over pretty yes, much it has. so i guess because of that that's what i'm asking two things number one how exactly did you convince Chef Mama <laughs> to become like a dance partner on your video? Like, oh my goodness. No, I, no sh- okay, Chama, you got to tell us because if he tells us, he's going to tell us what even, superhero I don't even remember. Movie. Like, <laughs> it was a drag. It took me some time because <laughs> I don't consider myself a dancer. Me too. 
<laughs> I don't consider myself. I'll say it's just like 15 minutes off. Exactly. 15 minutes off all the pop locking, right. gyrating, everything. Three minutes. No. I still struggle. No, not it's me, like... not me, not me. I don't consider myself a dancer. I mean, growing up, of course, you know, there was a group of girls that did traditional dances at the parties and, you know, parents sprayed money and stuff like that. So I did those things. But when we started, you know, dating and stuff, and I don't know, like one day we were just, he was like, he asked me and I was like, okay, just make sure the choreo is simple and easy for me to uh, learn. Okay. <laughs> and even with the simple and easy ones he says are simple, I just look at his feet like. That's just too much. I don't understand. Yeah, that, is, that, is, that is just too much. <laughs> but all, I try. We all learn. No, all we, 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 I mean, like I said, we've seen all the tweets and shares. And, yeah, and we love watching you guys perform <laughs> because it's like with Thank dark you. shades and his trademark <laughs> hats. And we're like, okay. And the whole trailer video back and forth right, two times. We're right. like, man, you guys are having fun. If this is the definition of relationship, all of us should be inside. <laughs> we should all be it's dancing. No easy. Dan- <laughs> <laughs> So um um so speaking of speaking of um home and growing up and all that, I have to ask, of course. I mean, like you're talking about choreography and dancing and you're talking about being a full time chef. <laughs> what are your background you guys are African, right? <laughs> so what's your parents' views about I mean, most of the folks that I've had on the podcast, right, a lot of them have stories across the board that Mm -hmm. it's not the traditional engineer, doctor, and and it's sort of a plan that we want to tell the African story in a broad picture. But for you guys, what's been your own, um, would I say, you know, parental journey with your so-called life decisions? Well, all I can say is my parents still till today ask me what I'm going to school for (laughs) after they know <laughs> what I'm going to school for. It's like for. it goes in one yeah, and goes out like the other you because the brain doesn't recognize that that's what it is. Yeah, I just have to constantly explain to them, I'm going to school for culinary and business. <laughs> I want to open my own event planning and catering business. They're like, oh, okay, okay. And then the next time we have, get on the phone, oh, Choma, how's school? What are you in school for? And I'm just <laughs> like, okay, dad. <laughs> okay, but I mean, they're for it. At the end of the day, like, you know, they support me. I feel like we're all past the point where we're, parents are getting past the point right now where they're trying to instill things on their children, especially African parents. I feel like we've gotten to a certain age personally with me and my parents where I can like talk to them yeah. about certain things without it, you know, them looking down on me or having their own, you know, perspective. You know how African parents like to enforce yeah, what the, they want yeah. on you. So, but I feel like we've gotten past that bridge. I mean, we make jokes now and then, but it's, yeah. So would you consider, are you first gen? Are you like, you were born here or? I was born in Nigeria. Okay. But I came here like 1998. So pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. The reason why I wanted to call that out is because, you know, for those listening, what you're explaining is a transition or a change mm. happening. Yes, And definitely. it's not about the fact that you were even born here. It's just that genuinely parents are sort of, Changing. you know, shifting. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know, the movies. Is that the same experience for you? Blessed? Oh, I mean, yes. My, my own parents... Up until I was even twenty, what what age? <laughs> they they still didn't even consider this thing real. Um, <laughs> it's like as soon as the money started coming in, that's when my dad was like, "Okay, that's something that you have, you know, that you are working on." But 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 <laughs> it, money. Working on, <laughs> working right. on. Yeah, because I I remember even like when I started when I started getting booked to like host African nights and stuff like left and right. I remember. 2016, 2017, it was just unstoppable. Like, but me going to these different places and coming back, I remember my brother will 
he will be warning me on the way back. He'll be warning me by text, like, oh, that is in the living room. He's in the living room waiting for you. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> so like, he'll tell me, and then he'll tell me when I, after my, I come back and I see my dad, like, I'll walk inside, and then he'll be there, folding his arms on a chair, looking at me like it's a movie. Like, he'll both looking at me. Then he'll, he won't say anything. He'll just get up. He'll be looking at me as he walks back to his room. <laughs> he won't say anything. And then I'll be like, okay. He'll give you the African yes, daddy right. step. You know, the so, stare that would just go into yes, your soul. Yes. All of a sudden, telepathically, you've told him everything you did. Yes. That. I'm like, man, no. <laughs> and then, like, comes when he leaves, come to find out my brother will tell me he's been there for two hours. Wow. Sitting there waiting just to look at me and go back into the room. Make sure and you that's go how, back and that's how they are. My parents yeah. did the same thing because when we started dating, I was following him to the events and oh, stuff. Yeah, so that was kind of like a big switch for me and my family. Like, in their in my eyes I'm thinking wow they're letting me travel with someone that I consider my boyfriend to another state you know to another yeah. city and you know like I said the whole African parents thing so that was a, that was another switch and me coming home late at night too and they're looking at me and I'm like I'm sorry <laughs> we can't some of, some of the, the events like I'm not I'm not a, like a late night person or a party mm-hmm. person anything like that but a lot of things I get booked for like you know they have they run their own time yeah. so right. it was it was really a transition for the parents to understand like when we come back like you know it's those events like my parents right. at 20 something they want to see flies they want to see one new location they want <laughs> my number like it's not it's not that kind of thing where people are being babysat, like, you know, or there's chaperones. Like, you know, people are booking me for an event. This is a, a business and, you know, the money's being, you know. Yeah, spent So, so it just, once they started seeing what was going on and yeah. like, you know, you see how you, said, how you mentioned Mr. Easy Post and like, we've been posted by so many uh, different celebrities, so many different like uh, top pages. Mm-hmm. Like just, yeah. I mean, a lot of people just have seen this hat or seen this pair like you know enough times yeah and most times people don't see your eyes you know like that <laughs> shape you know with a hat but I'm glad that we're on this segment because this is culture commentary that we're <laughs> talking about and you guys have been sharing about you know that point of I'll call it a point of difference right because we have uh, African parents believing the best that this is the only thing we should do and you guys right. are sort of stepping out of that norm in that sense but you know if you had to think about it from your perspective then mm-hmm. as you compare yourselves to other cultures in the u.s would you say you've had it harder or easier or is it a learning curve do you feel that it has impacted them like what will be your culture commentary around you know your experience in this space of you know um you know choosing to be entertainers or or be in the culinary arts and you know well, I mean, I didn't honestly didn't even mean to because it started off by skits. Like, I I wasn't planning on hosting anything at all. I remember when I, when I during I was my college career, like, I was the president of my ASO. Wait a second, you went to college? <laughs> <laughs> so all these things that we're talking about here, you guys are, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you, you have a degree? Yes, I, I graduated like twenty. They will just go to school and just keep the certificate one side. Was, I don't even know where it's at. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't even know where please, it is, man. Please, not bachelor's degree. There's somewhere. But, but that's an example of a point of difference, right? It seems like we we all, at least for me, my own personal experience as well, is like you got to do first, you know, the education piece to satisfy mm-hmm. yeah. baseline, you know. So when you think about that, though, would you say? You know, on that with that backdrop, like you were trying to talk about, you know, being in college, having to go to school, now you're doing this. Compared to other cultures, would what would be your first thought about how this compares? You know, mm-hmm. if there was something you had to share as a story that folks can learn from. I mean, I, I don't know if it's going to be harder um, because I think 
even within like our own culture like some of the our parents are different some of what we right. go through is is different i know some of my friends they they even have uh, even our own childhood and stuff or how our, our upbringing it was pretty different they had mm-hmm. to hang out with their friends some of uh, their parent her parents worked you know different hours than my parents worked so their ex- her experience growing up is really different from mine because we were pretty much i know we were kept at home mm. we just were kept at home so we we read a lot like you know, my brothers and my, my sister and I we read so much um we didn't really go hang out we never went to what, a single sleepover we didn't do <laughs> didn't even do anything like that but when I got to that's when I got to college and then I, I finally got here I started hosting like the comedy shows in college I, I, that's why I even met Fox I okay. met Fox and, he, and then he actually wanted to take me on the road to, like, now this o- is Foxy P Foxy P yeah internationally acclaimed Foxy P, uh-huh. fantastic, Mr. Fox. Yeah, I really appreciate him because he wanted to take me along because I, I was just being myself when I hosted that show. I was just ginger in the crowd, picking mm-hmm. on people, messing around. And that's what he saw. So he wanted to take me along with me. But I didn't, I, did, I couldn't go because I just got to UNC Charlotte. And if I didn't finish school that time, that's why I'll be hearing that from my parents. That's why I had to finish that degree. Yeah. At first, but that's kind of, it influences me that much that, you know, I really had to, even if the opportunities arise for me, entertainment, I literally just waited until like at least got a degree first and I focused on it. So, so let me ask you guys point blank then. With everything going on and all the news about Nigerians being banned and some of the folks making a case for the Nigerian community as being very educated, very versatile, um, would you guys say that your experience is something that other cultures should learn from or is it something that you feel is uniquely an identifier and it should just remain ours? Like, what would Um, you... Well, I was just thinking, like, in our culture... Like, growing up African, growing up Nigerian, like, you see the Caucasian families, you see the black American families, and you see how, like, when they venture out to different things that they want to do, it's either their parents are backing them 100% or they're not. But with us, it's more so, like, our parents, it's not like they're not backing us. They just want us to finish school first and, Mm. like, proceed with whatever we have, as long as we have our degree, you know? So we have that plan B, we have something to fall back on. So, I mean, in a sense, yes, I feel like that is a good thing for everybody to incorporate, you know, like having your family, having the background, like, yes, pursue your dreams, do what you want to do, but always have like a fallback plan just in case. And I feel like they have a weird way of trying to, you know, show us that, but all in all, that's the message like I get from my parents sometimes. And so like, yeah, I I would say it is every culture should, you know, accept that or what's the word I'm looking for? I think it's I think it's I think it's like the opposite because I think that whole like do your degree first and then for I think that was that's new because mm-hmm. at first it's like they would cancel something like that completely like you know right. you want to yeah they'll just right. only on education yeah, like oh right only now. only this only this only this and I think they've been influenced mm. by uh, you know they watch BBC and CNN they'll be, <laughs> they'll be influenced by stuff that they hear like you know somebody oh somebody robotics like people who, who do robotics they you know I mean that's not a good example because they get money so, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like other stuff because even I want to do ro- no I know I want to do robotics when I was when I was when I was in middle school I want to do robotics but they stuff like that that's not like doctor or lawyer like the stuff that they know mm-hmm. they will cancel it and that's that was the first days next days when they were influenced then they'll be like oh do your degree first and then you you know then you, you can, can do that on, yeah put it yeah. on the side but they won't really consider a job now we're in a stage where people you know what I'm saying they know they understand creators creators do make money mm. so we're at, we're at a point where like even the younger kids like say you 
you have like a you have four four siblings in a family. The older ones have graduated and done their degree, whatever, gotten their job. The youngest ones are still going through high school or something like that. The parents will treat you know the the younger ones differently from how they raise mm-hmm. the older ones. Definitely, because we went through a technology change. It, this is just a weird era. Yeah, weird yeah. era. We gone through a technology change. We gone through like a society change. Like social media has gone so social that nothing escapes anybody's sight. Mm. So it, we're at a point where like. You know, the kids are on TikTok. Like, I know, like, you know, <laughs> younger kids right now that I didn't even get cell phones to 12, 12th grade. Yeah, younger but now kids it's like on, you have you know, to have one for security and, yeah, or something like Young African kids are on TikTok, they're on this, they're on that. Like, you know, they're still in middle school, is to have a cell phone. It, things have changed, these have changed a lot. So the perspective, uh, people can learn from the, you know, Nigerians, because Nigerians do lead a lot of things inside this world. They lead That's a true. lot of things. Right. That's true. But I think that also Nigerians have been influenced by outside cultures right, but i think that's only just i don't think it's been like our own culture has been influencing mentally and how we do things have been influenced. it's like yeah we now we're not we've sort of used it to gain more access and, yes right. I, th- like, I think, yeah. I think we've, we've, we've taken that from other you know what i'm saying from the society around us we've taken our understanding of that and it's only just improved us more mm. so it's just nigerians can get there faster <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all i'll never like. die it's it never say die attitude is now yes <laughs> yes steroids, right. you know? yeah so no, great, great, great. So guys, you've been listening to us on Don't Forget to Flush. Um, just want to say that I'm blessed to impress mm-hmm. and Chef Omar. They're on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, blessed to impress is as it says. Blessed to impress mm-hmm. on Instagram and everywhere else. Right. And then Chef Omar is Chef dot Omar O M A. Yeah. Um, so please uh, send us an email. Is Don't Forget to Flush Pod at Gmail dot com or check us out on Instagram at Don't Forget to Flush. Uh, the number is the four and the number is the two in the sentence. And then on Twitter. Where don't forget to flush uh, letter P. So this is where we get into the fun part as we begin to, you know, look at the third segment now of this podcast. You know, this is where we get into the dingba and diva show. Now, okay. dingba and diva means we properly have dingbas here. We are properly uh, divas. The dingba part just means in Igbo, uh, uh, able man, you know, <laughs> drunk man. So, but the criteria is very simple. Every question I ask you from here on, which is what's one or two, um, you have to answer in an accent. So you have to just pick an accent. Pick any accent and oh, um, and um, try to give us a response in that. All right? So pick an accent. I always pick the easy one, the yeah, Igbo the one. one so you can't do that. So I think the Igbo accent, you all have to go figure out what uh-uh, you have. That's not fair. That, that's the way life I'm is. It's my podcast. So it might mic my rules. That's, that's, that's <laughs> I got to do Papa Yankee. Okay. All right. All right. So this is what I'm going to ask you guys. So with everything you guys just discussed, especially with the cultural commentary and what we're talking about, what would you... Hey, look at me asking the question without even the accent. Sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, what uh, what uh, what will you what will you tell a young African uh, that wants to get into this dancing as a career? Huh? What will you tell them? Hmm? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Whose accent will I choose now? <laughs> <laughs> That's your answer, not me. <laughs> what I'm gonna tell uh, the Africans that want to get into dancing <laughs> is um, you gotta really want to do it. You gotta want to do it. You gotta have the passion in your in in yourself that, <laughs> that you know you can sit there for hours on end practicing that same move over and over and over and over again. Hey, whether it's hip rolling, whether it's gonna be the shoki, um, <laughs> whether it's the guara guara, have have that that you know in your mind that you're gonna do that over and over again, and you're gonna learn a new move every day or at least once a weekend. You know, I'm Not learning good. a new move. <laughs> I can't do. I can't beat. That. I, don't know, oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I can't beat that. Oh Lord! Country, country. Okay, so, so uh, uh, Chef Omar, 
Mm-hmm. Let me <laughs> ask you this one then. Um, good, good response, uh, Mr. Bless, mm. Blessed. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but uh, Chef Omar, so now that you know what you know, mm, oh, what Lord. would you have told your younger self if you had an opportunity to talk to your younger self and tell him, tell her something? What would you have said to her that would encourage other people? Uh, you got to pick an accent. <laughs> oh, Lord, I don't know. Uh, well, I-, I would tell my younger self. Oh, wow. I so don't have you accent. Just that you're <laughs> I just do English, please. <laughs> I don't do, know. Do, do Japanese. <laughs> Come on, like, give me, give, give, uh-huh. like, give me the French one. Okay, take the Igbo oh. You can have the Igbo accent. Okay. Um, I'll tell my younger self. Okay. I'll tell my younger self to do what you want to do. Um, I'll also tell my younger self to listen to herself. I'll tell her not to listen to anybody else but your mind. Don't doubt yourself. Spew all the negativity that you instill in your head mm. and just stick with positivity. Positivity all day. All day. All day, every day, twice. Sorry, my accents changed me. I know, you even changed I'm my sorry. own. Oh, <laughs> sorry. This one I'm sorry, I got serious. <laughs> so for real though, for real though, no, I, I've been having a great time chatting with you guys. You guys are you guys are just a definition of what we talk about when we say the African Renaissance because you guys are doing your own thing. You recognize your heritage and but you're able to sort of access the tools and resources and you know, you guys are using it to push the envelope in, in your own chosen careers. And, and so for this last segment, this is where we get into toilet seat conversations. Now, you know, don't forget to flush is really about the fact that we know that it's on that toilet seat that we think the best kinds of things and the worst kinds of things. <laughs> in the shower, we sing, but in the toilet seat, great ideas come out. Mm. Um, so let me ask the same question, but I want you guys to really think about this response, right? Because at the end of the day, we're here to motivate, but at the same time, we're here to find out some things about you. <laughs> so, okay. you guys have to tell us something right now. Tell us something that your friends don't know about you. Like, like, give us, give us some. Tell us something that when they hear it, they'll be like, "Wow, <laughs> what? Wow. Or how do they say here? OMG! All right. uh, what do they know? Well, I don't know if it's friends, um. but." People who follow me and people who recently meet me, they don't know that I have been in a fight in school oh my every year since fourth grade. Fourth, wow. fifth, sixth, seventh. <laughs> I love to fight. I actually was uh, uh, helping with kickboxing classes in Raleigh, North Carolina. I, I love combat. Like I used to train on my own. Wait, which type of fight is it re- like? I'm offended with you fight. <laughs> or are you talking oh. about the one you go and pay for classes? Uh, oh no, 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 no. It's not that it's, I mean it's both in a way because <laughs> like I don't I don't really fight when I'm angry. I just when somebody underestimates me or somebody um really gets angry, it just makes me excited. So nobody knows that. Wow. <laughs> nobody knows that. That's why it, sometimes in this business, when people try... So if you didn't live here, you would have been like one of those bus conductors or oh. one of those guys <laughs> fighting conductors in Lagos. You'd just be Honestly, like, ah, probably. Knows what I, he you know, been. I don't know. Yes. On the, I, That's a lot. I, I don't know, man. For, to me, fighting is just... I. I don't know. Fight Club Prodigy. Oh, I'll, yes. I, I used to, back before any of this, right, high school, college, I used to watch all the Fight Club movies, all the martial arts movies. Even martial I just be, sometimes I just like, eh, look at martial arts sideways, but I will learn, I will try to. You know pick, everybody wants to meet you right pick, now. Pick like, a, all the people <laughs> that want to meet you, they're, they're like, probably like, who is this guy? I love Fight Club. People, people know to try me. Say, we, go, we went to high school with me. People, every, every time I've been, you know, jumped multiple times, they didn't succeed. I don't look like it, but 
You got it. I don't look like it, but yeah, that, that's it. And look I, how, I enjoy how your partner is just smiling from ear to ear. She's oh, it's like, not- <laughs> yeah, baby, keep going, baby, protect <laughs> us, baby. <laughs> I mean, why not, right? It's the whole so, purpose. So, so for, how about for you, Chef Chef Omar? Um, wow, that's I don't know. I really, I mean, I've never been into a fight like him. No, I'm not so. asking about fight. I'm just so like I'm I not don't something they don't know about me. Yeah. Hmm. That's a very good question. What do my friends what know? What is something everybody knows everything about you? There's nothing that I you mean, just want to use this opportunity really to just... You know, this is not like Jerry Springer yeah. where we're going to say something crazy. We're just like, you know... I guess, like... Well, I mean, to my friends, I'm always the out, the more outgoing one, the person who wants to do everything. But I I really don't. I like being at home. Ooh. I like being in the room. Ask him. I never want to leave Ever. the bed. <laughs> Wow. I'd rather be at home. So it's like I'm only the social butterfly when they ask when they ask me to. Other than that, I'm so quick to look at my phone and be like, Yeah, no, I don't want to go. I'm okay. Wow. That's one thing. Like they I'm, might I'm look glad you're me. letting them know now. <laughs> right. Because it's like they're like, What has been going on? She's always <laughs> acting like she's not really into all of this. Right. You so that, yeah, we can go with that. So, 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 guys, as we begin to round off, what, what will be your message? You know, like because, and I'm asking this question for both of you as a couple because you guys are a good example of what friendships should look like. You know, laughing with each other, and you know, we don't know where the relationship will go to, but for the now, we're in the moment, we're present. So, what would you guys tell somebody who wants to be like you guys? You know, because I mean, some of these relationships like yours are not. You know, even in our culture, it's not like, you know, folks will be like, can I truly be a friend to a girl, you know? But right. you guys are good friends. So if somebody wants to be like you guys, right? I mean, like on this toilet seat conversation. <laughs> okay, well. Well. Patient. I was going to say patience. Look looking into their eyes. <laughs> I was going to say patience as well. And on my end, communication and understanding, mm. yeah. you know? Yeah, people people don't know, know how much communicate. Like, if you communicate something, like you know, we all think people are psychics, or whether they're psychics or not, we choose not to say certain things or draw your own boundaries or like say just speak up on like what you prefer, what you don't prefer, and then right. after speaking up, then now comprehending and understanding with one another, and then go ahead agreeing on something. Cause and acknowledge yeah, it. acknowledgement <laughs> and agreeing. Yeah, yeah, acknowledgement and agreeing because you can't move forward with anything without acknowledging. Coming to an understanding and right. agreeing on something because people yeah. will, people will leave a, leave something after they even they, after they talk about it can just leave something without even coming right. to a conclusion with one another. But if you can do those kind of things, then you'll be surprised how every conversation, every even thing that could, things that could be bad or like yeah. things can that can go astray after you've talked about it, acknowledged it, and you know you understand one another and you come to some kind of conclusion. Just that's important because if you leave something alone, then it can just run a run a awry. But right. if, if you do that then everything can continuously move forward because wow. everyone's always growing. You can't expect someone to be anywhere, like, you know, be there, like meet your standards or you can't expect even yourself to meet your standards. You got to understand that the world is changing. Things are changing. People are changing. Even as you get 
if you if you date Joe Blue and now <laughs> Joe Blue doesn't work out and then you go right. to, to 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 William, you know, yeah. the, they're two different people, two different new experiences. Right. Now it's gonna require a whole different like attack on your mental. So just know that whoever you're with, you have to take the time to understand, come to a conclusion, and you, then you can move forward. And as you both will just grow, you'll just be understanding that oh, well, you you gain the patience and you gain like the um the actual like willingness to do certain things. That's why she can dance now. She can be inside dancing <laughs> because it took patience <laughs> because like you come. <laughs> You get You're always better off because of the relation. Yes, right. yes, you know, yes. The wise woman once said, you know, she she's not with us anymore, but the wise woman once said that if every guy were to date a girl, or if every girl were to date a guy, and they were better than they were when they met, mm-hmm. then it means that the world would be a better place because every even if it doesn't work out, the mm-hmm. next person that will get the opportunity of dating either the guy or the girl is always mm-hmm. going to be a better experience right, overall. Right, right, right. You know, so I, I think you guys are a true testimony of what we try to talk about about being good friends and really, you know, having a vision and really pursuing your dreams. And I really want to thank you both for joining us on this podcast. So you all say it with your own mouths and just say it into <laughs> the mic how folks can follow you or catch and get in touch with you and all that mm, follow me on instagram twitter facebook and um, go on youtube uh, go on tiktok uh, go on thriller <laughs> uh, wow <laughs> bless to impress on all those platforms and bless these are young people bless. all this wisdom you've been sharing some of you think that these people are 45 <laughs> I know. like young young folks doing their own thing millennials right. that are living it up the right way yeah. so blessed to impress everywhere mm-hmm. you want to spell it because other people are like, which one? <laughs> you know, we started this thing and people were confused. You <laughs> Bless the man. Remember, it's always present tense. B L E S S T O I M P R O E S S. Wow, correct spelling. Not even yeah. the American type. They are correct. Correct spelling. spelling. Yeah, blessed to impress. How about In you? Me. Chef? Yeah. I am Chef Oma. You can find me only on Instagram and Twitter. My page is not as active as his, but. I have some social media yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, it is... Yours see, is in the taste. You know, when people don't really eat mm-hmm. the... Oh, wait till you start Yeah, I haven't yeah. started posting my food yet. I'm trying to... You know, I'm a perfectionist, so I don't want to put it out there until I'm ready. But C-H-E-F dot O-M-A on Instagram and Twitter. Nice. Well, I'm Namo Worldwide. This is Don't Forget to Flush, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Blessed to Impress, Chef Omar. Find us on Instagram at, at don't for the number four, get the number two, flush. Um, and on Twitter is Don't Forget to Flush with the letter P. And on Facebook, we have a Facebook page, interestingly, is Don't Forget to Flush Podcast. So that's easy. But search for us, Don't Forget to Flush Podcast on any platform. And the fact that you're listening to us now means that you found us. So <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for listening. Thank, thank you, Bless Free Press. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Chef Omar. You. I love Charlotte, not Carol. <laughs> I, I what an interview. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah, let's go and chop on Kobe because there's a Kobe place that we have to go <laughs> to right now. That's, that's exactly all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> so just go and chop on Kobe. That's what this is. You'll be out. <laughs> See y'all later.